You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Anthem, 10 out of 10, the best $60 I ever spent on Division 2. Oh. Greetings, dudes, and welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the podcast where we tell you random facts about chickens. Uh, I am Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I am Sal. Salmonella. <laughs> wow. I already yes. had that picked out before you said chickens. Oh, man, that was That's real smooth. actually beautiful. Oh, bitch. <laughs> um, in current news, Yeah, Dude Gamer is now on Pornhub. Yeah. Yeah. Make your account, sign in, subscribe I, to Yeah, Dude Gamers. so weird to hear I that. I wish that wasn't a joke. That. But also, at the same time, let's do it. Okay. Only if you are above the age of 18, obviously. But also, I was doing it because uh, I don't have a Pornhub account. Didn't. You do now. I do now. Um, strictly for the whatever you're planning on doing in strictly, the future. People are subscribing and like, well, okay, you are subscribing. Yes. And like. I'm people. Most of the people that are like excited for us to be on Pornhub have no idea what we're doing yet. No, I I know because I work here, yeah. but because <laughs> <laughs> you fucking run the business. Yeah, but I I still don't quite know how this is going to evolve. So I'm really excited. It's not going to be like I will. I think we should say we are not making porn of ourselves. No, no, no one is not, making porn of ourselves. I'm a co-chair of Yeah, dude, and I don't <laughs> even know what the fuck is going on. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but like, I couldn't search for Yeah, dude, gamers. Like, you, if you go into just like the search where you search for videos, and I assumed people, you can't just search for it. I had to go and like be like Pornhub.com/users/ slash Yeah, dude, gamers. To find the page. I got to find like our user page and just link it yeah. in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. So I don't know, like if you want to subscribe and you search for it and you can't find it, just like type in the URL. It's fine. It's it's not something that's going to end up being like monetized unless I can find a way to get around all the copyright issues. Mm, yeah. But I'm not worried about it. I'm, yeah. It's really, it's there for fun. Yeah. I and wish we were joking. gather more. <laughs> oh my God. We should have saved this for the episode that was around April Fool's Day, which I believe oh. is a Monday this year it is it is a monday that would have been really funny jokes on you it's actually tuesday fuck <gasps> <gasps> oh no <laughs> uh anyway so uh morgan what have you been playing this week um a little bit of everything up until yesterday um so i played about an hour's worth of metro exodus pretty good pretty decent um the voice acting needs a lot of work. Yeah. Ooh. It's, well, I... That's not exactly well, something you patch. Well, so in my opinion, the voice acting needs work because I'm so used to playing games with, like, Troy Baker. Mm. And, you know, a You've decent... You've been spoiled. Yeah, I've been spoiled for a good portion of my gaming life because Troy Baker's been around as long as I've been gaming. Yeah. But, um, no, it's it's pretty good. It's... It's very... russia yeah. That's the best way I, to put it. I think it has promise. You haven't really gotten very far. Yeah. I, I watched, I think, almost the whole time that you played. You did. Which was a couple hours. Not just one. It was like a couple it's, hours. Okay. Um, it seems like it feels a little clunky because in the beginning of the game, every single action was like hit square. And I was like, that's not going to work out. 
Yeah, there, but it, there, it there seems like it's okay. It, it, it the could voice, polish on. The voice acting was is good. Like it is done well by most of the main characters that you come across. But it's not really like conversations don't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, conversations like in in Metro kind of go. The meter to it is so weird. It's like da 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 da. Pause, 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 pause. Da la 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 la. Yeah. Oh. It's just really strange. And I I don't know if it's because like the way that de- like the developers speak English in general. Yeah. Because they're, they they're, they are they're, they're going from their Russian dialect. So they they like the Russian dialect when you speak it it has a lot of pauses in it because you're you got to sound out the goddamn word because yeah. you don't know what the, what the letters look like. You got to sound out the shapes. Yeah, some exactly. Some of the voice actors are Russian too. Not a lot of them, but some of them. Yeah. So it's like maybe that's just kind of the way that it goes. I don't know. Russian is very fast language though. But um, no, that's pretty good. Um, I played a lot of Far Cry New Dawn this week. I'm pretty sure I'm close to Endgame. I don't know exactly how close to Endgame I am, but it it things are starting to ramp up to the point where I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, I don't want this to be done. Yeah. Because it's such a good game. We discovered that I am accidentally good at predicting the future. Seriously. Because like some, I won't say, in case anybody is super interested in Far Cry, but I said, I think that you're going to run into this guy. He's going to send you off to find this guy. And this guy's going to say, we have to go back. And kill this guy. And kill that guy that sent you to me and take over this whole community. And that's that's basically what's 85% happening. 85% true. It's <laughs> like, oh shit. Oh boy. But uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be right. Yeah, so I played that. Um, I played some Sun- Subnautica this week. I've caught up to where you are. Oh, good. I, I I'm not playing in survival though. I'm playing the one step below that because I wanted where to you just, don't have to worry about food and water exactly because I was so I was getting fed up. Yeah, it's a nuisance at the start. It's really satisfying when you get to a point where you're just growing your own food and you're like, it's a minor inconvenience now rather than like I right, will die stopping the game to right. do shit. And like I, I built my first base, and that's fun. I never thought I'd get to the point of building bases. It just seems so far and away, and I'm like, you, oh, it's so easy, though. So did you build a moon pool? I haven't yet. I have the blueprints, but I haven't. Build a moon pool because when you dock your seamoth, it charges the seamoth. Oh. It doesn't it doesn't repair, but it charges, and that's where you also build the vehicle upgrade bay. So yep. you can upgrade the depth that like seamoth can go in. I'm trying to get the cyclops put together because you can dock the seamoth in the cyclops yeah i i, I don't have, know if you've seen any videos of that thing in motion i have it's a massive ship do you have all the blueprints for it no i still need to find like one more part for the helm and like two or three more parts for the actual ship the um bow of the um the big ship the aurora yeah the bow of the big ship there's like a, a ravine go there Okay. Because I have all the blueprints. Um, but either way, uh, I played that for a couple hours this week. Well, mainly while you were streaming because it's what I do now. Yeah. Because I see it and I'm like. I got to play that right now. I need my fix. I need my fix, yeah, daddy. She'll, yeah. I need my down, fix. She'll sit down with me to watch it on the big TV and then be like, I got to play. Like two minutes yeah. in, I got to play. I, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> it's a great game. And then fast forward to it being like 1230 and Sarah's like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Fast forward another two hours. Oh, shit. Whoops. Yeah. How'd it get to be 2.30? I should probably go to bed because I got to be to work in four hours. Yeah. But uh, I played that. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what else I've played before yesterday. I think that's really it, basically. And then last night I picked up Anthem. Mm -hmm. Please tell me about your experience in Anthem. Much better than Kevin's. Yeah. Uh, I want to give you Kevin's one sentence review. Yeah. Uh, aside from don't buy Anthem. Yeah. Was um, Anthem. 10 out of 10, the best $60 I ever spent on Division 2. Oh. Ooh. Ouch. Because he's like, now that I don't need that game, I could just put that money towards Division 2. Yeah. Um, See, so, I don't agree. I yeah, haven't played it. I, I don't agree at all. To be fair, A, like I said earlier to you, he is judging it based off of early access content. Well, that he did play it when it finally released the other day, but still, early access content and on the PC. Yeah, on PS4, it's multiplayer like fine. games never launch properly on a PC. Looking at you, Destiny. <laughs> oh God! But no, um, I think it. Yet yeah, it needs a little work. Very, very little work, in my opinion, at least on console. Uh, Bioware definitely, they're they're gonna survive. Um, I, they they learned a lot from trying to release Andromeda. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I installed the game, it already had like a four gig patch day one thing because they were smart and they did uh, the EA access stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it was Xbox and PC only, but like they could still judge what they needed a patch, so they did that. But um, otherwise, the mechanics, the the fight mechanics are great. Um, it's a third person shooter slash melee, depending on what you class yourself. Yeah. Uh, the flight system in it is amazing. It's, you can fly. You can fly. You can yeah. fly. You don't have to get in a ship. You just fly. You have a spacesuit <laughs> and you it flies. Jump, you jump and you hit L three and you fly. And it looks like it's pretty intuitive. Like the controls are pretty intuitive because oh, you just like are flying and then you're not flying and then you're like meleeing a guy and then you're shooting another guy and then you're flying again yeah and it just looks really smooth the the big thing it's not even a problem in my eyes it's actually it's a pretty cool solution that they did is the the control mapping to it a lot of the buttons have multi-use and not like you gotta hit like, say, on the PlayStation, you don't have to hit, like, L1 and square to do one thing and then square to do something else. One is, like, you hit square, you reload. You hold square, you switch weapons. That's normal, I think. It. I haven't seen a lot of games. It's normally it's like, okay, you have square to reload, you have triangle to switch mm -hmm. weapons, you have circle to crouch or whatever, and X to jump. Yeah. In this one, it's it's totally different. Um, But I... I actually commend them on what they're doing with that. And like, it's, I'm not having a bad time. No. I got up this morning instead of like getting up and like turning on Hulu or Netflix or YouTube or whatever, I immediately launched Anthem. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's so pretty. And like, I feel like with Andromeda, they were trying to be so over the top with like, we have perfect graphics. It's 2017. And that's why the mouths were so fucked up because they were trying too hard. But in this, it's like they scaled it back a little bit. So like the landscapes look amazing and the suits look amazing and the people look like one step below the best I've ever seen, which is probably Far Cry. Yeah. Probably the new Far Cry is the best looking game I've ever seen. By standards, maybe. 
weird. No. But like it's one step below that for the people. So they don't f- look weird. They yeah. don't like have no, there's no like graphical weirdness within their mouths aren't like huge demon mouths. It's well, like, I, I, I think the big difference too is that um, Anthem is Bioware. Yeah. And Mass Effect wasn't, Andromeda wasn't helmed by Bioware, if I remember correctly. No, it was. It was. was it? Yeah. Um, the problem is that Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 were all done by the same team. Yeah. Right. That's After what three, it was. Yeah. The leadership and most of the creative direction from that team left Bioware. Right. That's yeah. right. So they were left with Andromeda with a whole new team of people that yeah. hadn't worked on the previous three trying to make a game to be better than that. On and such a short amount the people of time. Who, it sounded like the whoever took helm of the studio at that point went, how about instead of making a good game and taking our time, we pump this shit out now? Right. Yeah. We get to pump and up those numbers. It doesn't help that now they're, I mean, they've been under EA for a while now, but everything yeah. else going on, I'm sure they've probably got like, part of the reason that Bungie left Activision with their whole contract, I'm sure they've got a contract under EA. Like this game needs to be out and done by this time. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's the same team that did Andromeda that's working on Anthem. They learned. They absolutely learned. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I I don't – like, voice acting in, like, Bioware games has always been, like, pretty good. It's always been, like, fairly believable most of the time. But, like, I feel like it's so good. Like, it feels like – what two characters are having a conversation instead of this person's voice lines recorded added to this person's voice lines who were recorded like two weeks later. Yeah, the, the conversations and put are them very together. fluid. It's so good. Where like, <laughs> if you consider like Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, they, fun fact, those voice lines, every single voice line in Oblivion was recorded by its voice actor in alphabetical order. That's why they sound so fucking janky. Because wow. it, it went, what did the sentence start with? We'll start there and we'll go all the way down. Ew. In no absolute, no Who sense at all. Who ran the studio? <laughs> I don't know. But like, it's <laughs> that's why it sounds so weird. And it's like, when you think about like. Todd, we, what are you doing? We could have had that in every game. <laughs> Speaking of the Elder Scrolls universe, though, there's a character in Anthem that sounds like he came out of Skyrim. Yeah. If you get the chance, look up the character Yarrow, Y-A-R-R-O-W. He's he's a male character, but he sounds like a Nord from Skyrim. Like at first you're like, okay, well, he just he speaks a little differently, and then you hear it and you're like, man, just say I took an arrow to the knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. Yeah. But yeah, it's now how the it, biggest complaint I've been seeing in reviews online, no, I don't listen to IGN because they get their opinions paid for. Yeah. But no like kidding. Polygon did an article and it was titled Anthem Review, Stop Hitting Yourself. Hmm. And their first sentence was like, Bioware trips over themselves trying to combine two genres. Um, but their biggest issue with it really was loading screens. And whoever wrote the article did this really long detailed like, here's how you change weapons in this game. And it was like, OK, so I killed a dude and now I have to go. I, I'm trying to use my new rifle. And I get it out in the field and I decide I don't like this rifle. So now I have to go back and change my shit for my loadout. And that's like four load screens just to change my weapon. That That is um, – that's true. Which... I did see that. But that sounds like really dramatic. Like I, I can I can guess it's one of three people who wrote that article and they always <laughs> fucking do that. Like I don't know. Russ. Oh, yeah. I Russ Frustick, I yeah. love him. But – 
Come on now. So like, his, his description, I kill an enemy, a purple diamond pops out of it, fly over and touch the purple diamond. A pop-up on the screen confirms that I have found an epic piece of gear. I complete the mission that I'm on, and I get a load screen. Upon completing the mission, I am given a list of all the loot that I found. Turns out that was a purple assault rifle in there. So I equip it that to, uh, so in order to equip that, uh, equip that loot, I must travel into the forge where all the gear is equipped. Another load screen. I equip my epic assault rifle. I equip the other loot I found. I'm satisfied with my current loadout. I leave the forge. Load screen again. I start another mission. Try out new assault rifle. Load screen. I shoot a bandit. The assault rifle feels bad. I want to switch back to what I was using. This will require four more load screens. You know, it. Th- that's not false. I'll say that much. But you're playing an MMO. Yeah. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, you're playing an MMO. If you play, we'll say, if you play Destiny, okay, and you go to do a Crucible match. Oh, there's so much loading in Destiny. But But, the thing that – because I was asking Kevin because I'm like, we've had load screens in a lot of games. Yeah. Like, we've been spoiled lately with things like God of War that are really amazing. Yeah. But – as far as online games go, and he's like, the thing is, Destiny hides its loading screens very well with, like, yeah. here's your ship flying. So at least I have something to watch. And this is just loading. Bar. Yeah, Anthem, it, it doesn't. It's just, like, picture. Typical Bethesda. But there's not even Bethesda. Right. It's picture loading. That That's really all it is. Like, yeah. it, it they don't does. They do seem super long, though. Some of them are. Some of them are. It really yeah. just depends. If you're going to load into the world, of course it's going to be oh, yeah. a longer loading screen because you're loading in more information. But if you're going to be that nitpicky about something, then don't be a fucking game reviewer. Yeah. I just, I I think that everybody wants to hate everything all of the time so much. And Anthem, like after the boom of everybody hating on 76, now it's boring to hate 76. Now people are liking 76 because... Ironically. Because we're all over hating it. I'm not over hating it, by the way. Just because I'm still angry that I spent $70. But, like, we're all, everybody's over hating it. So now we're liking it again because they updated it and made it better. So now everybody's hating Anthem. And it's like you're finding, I feel like a lot of people, not specifically people at Polygon. I love the people at Polygon, most of them. They're finding things to hate and being like, I don't like loading screens personally. So the fact that this game has loading screens makes me personally angry. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> You can't trust anyone in a world where Tommy Wiseau is making a second film and people are hyped about it. Right. He's making a second film because people liked the movie that was about his film. Not his film. They liked the one that was about his film. (laughs) But like, so like with Anthem, I look at the loading screens as, okay, this gives me a minute to breathe. Yeah. Because if I'm gaming and it is very fluid, I'm not going to stop to hydrate. I'm not going to blink. Like, I'm just going to keep going. This gives me a minute to blink or, like, stand up for even, like, 20 seconds. God of War for Morgan was rough, like, physically. You got your OSHA-regulated load screen. Yeah, yeah. She would just not move for, like, seven hours. But, like, no, I I wholeheartedly, I don't mind them at all because it gives me that that even eight seconds. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the longest loading time I sat with Anthem is maybe a minute. Maybe a minute. Yeah. At most. So like And that was like you loading from the little world place into a mission. It's right. Like, I feel like that's so fair. They they average twenty to thirty-five seconds. Which yeah, for for next gen consoles, it is long. But you like these people aren't taking into 
into consideration the graphic intensity that this game is pushing out. Like my other question being beautiful. gameplay wise, does it feel like the Iron Man of Monster Hunter? <laughs> with how it functions. I only ask because a lot of their things are like going out and doing specific missions or whatever they're calling them. And it seemed like you had that central hub kind of like with Monster Hunter where yeah. you get through the first section and you've got your little city there. Yeah. And you leave and depart from that city with or without other players. You know, thinking about it like you with that term. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Iron Man of Monster Hunter. <laughs> but I'm OK with that because like, yeah, it just like Monster Hunter, there's a free roam. So you can just go free roam and not do a mission and collect shit and like get like, you know, snap missions that pop up. And then there's actual miss missions and you always come back to your hub. You always come back to Fort Terrace or wherever, whatever city. I don't know if it's any different the higher you get, but like you always come back to that one section. So, yeah, I, I, I guess it's like that, but I'm having more fun than Monster Hunter mm. because yeah. I'm Iron Man. Yeah, you can fly. Exactly. Very cool. That was when I started having a lot more fun in Monster Hunter was when I got the insect glaive and I could actually like double jump right. and fly on the back of shit. Exactly. But and then I'm like, yeah, but I miss my big weapons now. And like there's different classes for the javelins. There's four, at least four different classes for the javelins. The javelins are the suits, whoever is listening. Um, if you don't know what it is, javelins are suits. Lancers are the people in the suits. So on, so forth. If it's making need, me think like uh, Knights of Sidonia shit. Kind of. Good show. Yeah. Um, just the terms make yeah, you think kind of. Knights of Sidonia. But no, uh, I think it's clever. <laughs> it is. I, I, I don't really know what else to say. I really like this fucking game. If you don't like it, I don't care. It, yeah, well, Other people don't have to enjoy it for you to enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. I'm fine. enjoying it. Like, the only thing I don't really enjoy is that there's no, like, solid, like, single player experience. No matter what, you're always in a team of four. Yeah. But. And it's a matchmaking system. But it seems like you don't have to interact with those people at all. Oh, God, no. Like, you just happen to be together. On the same mission. On the same mission. Like, you don't have to talk to them. You're the the um, NPCs talk to everybody directly. And they're like, go over there and do that thing. And you'll just see all four of you go over there and yeah, do that thing. Yeah, and if thing. one person activates something in the mission. It counts for everybody. It counts for everybody. So it's like, it's the best possible outcome. If they're going to force multiplayer... This is the right, best way exactly. to be like, you don't have to be a team. You don't have to be like, okay, I'm going to be the support. I'm going to be the tank. I'm going to be the healer. Right. And there isn't, that's no such thing in this one. So, yeah. um, but there, there's four different classes. Uh, there's an elemental class. There's like a fast moving class. There's a heavy, which is essentially just big, just a big beefy boy. That's what I wanted to play. But, but um, no, it, it, it's good. There's no PvP that I know of yet, but I also haven't gotten too far into the game. I'm only level 8. So the PvP could be higher level. I don't know. If yeah. there is, I'll let you know when I get to it. Yeah. Cool. I'm done. Okay. That's all I've played. <laughs> Sarah, what have you played this last week? I have played absolutely nothing. Oh. It's been a rough one. But I've most of the time is just because like Morgan is playing a really fun-looking game, and I'm like, oh, I should play something too. But I just get so distracted, like watching Metro or today and yesterday, last night, Anthem or Far Cry, because now I'm super invested. I know nothing about Far Cry 5, but New Dawn, I'm very invested in. That's so, That's kind of like me with um, Blood Dragon. 
Mm. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah. Because I, I don't know anything about the rest of the Far Cry games, but I I'm into nothing. Blood Dragon because it's over the top 1980s action film. Yeah. I have a bow and arrow that has the Blood Dragon theme. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I really, I'm liking New Dawn, though. It's like, great. It's so fucking, I, it makes me want to go play 5 and then play New Dawn because it's like, I don't need to understand the rest. I could play Primal, I think, because you can pet dogs in that one. Ooh. But... But I haven't played anything, not even like Animal Crossing or like some bullshit. But I did buy Anthem this morning because I woke up and came out of the bedroom and Morgan was playing Anthem. And I was like, yeah, this looks like fun. This looks like actual fun. Just the fact that I have a spacesuit that flies. Maybe what, it, maybe it can be the happy middle ground of what you wanted out of Fallout 76. But like yeah. also with Bioware's twist on like they... Bioware is usually pretty good about story storytelling. Their yeah. story is pretty good. Yeah. And I, it's kind of nice because, like, it's fresh. There's nothing that I have to know about the world in order to play. Yeah, like, you don't have to, like, oh, did you read the 12 novels oh and also God. play the last four games like, and also check out the side movie that came out the, only on Vimeo? <laughs> the first time I played Dragon Age Inquisition, I had never played either of the other games. Morgan just happened to own it, and I was like, my friends like this game. It seems fun. And like 70 hours later, I finished it and I didn't know a fucking thing. The whole beginning of the game is like a bunch of backstory and like mentions to the other two games and a few books that had come out that you could purchase with real money that you should have read by now. And it's uh, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm having a good time, but I'm like more confused and it's annoying. So here's a nice fresh game that I don't have to give a shit about. I don't have to know anything and I like it. I love those experiences, especially if you go into it not expecting much. Like when I started playing Subnautica and I went into it expecting underwater Minecraft. That's what I thought it and was. And then I got so I got basically what I wanted from No Man's Sky. Yeah. So it way over delivered on my expectations. Yeah. But I like being able to I it's a double edged sword, I think, with being in this the industry and having your thumb on the pulse of things is like you know when things are coming out, so you get excited for them. Yeah. But I try and, like, curb my enthusiasm. Not the show, but, like, <laughs> you know, try and, like, all right, let's not get too hyped up. Yeah. Unless it's, like, an expansion or something for a game I already own and play right. and love. Like, new shit comes out for Overwatch. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to, like, not give a shit. <laughs> like, it's hard to. I, I legally can't. I can't I can't go back to the yeah. way that I used to be where it's like I don't know what games are coming up but they happen to be here and maybe I'll be interested and buy one. Like I can't I don't like know I how I ever live. This is this is the job that I like. Yes. Yep. I do it job. once a week. Not that's not why I like it cuz I only do it once a week, but this is the job I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm legally obligated to give a <laughs> shit about I'm, everything. I'm biologically obligated. I like it, but at the same time, sometimes I think about, like, Fable, the first Fable that came out. Mm -hmm. um, specifically Fable, the Lost Chapters. So, like, when they added shit and toned it up and made everything pretty. Yeah. I got my hands on Fable the same time I got my hands on Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Oh, no. Um, I was borrowing both of them from Tyler, and I hadn't heard anything about either of them. Oh, no. I was just, here, try these games. Yeah. Uh, now, for everyone that had been hearing all the hype and everything spewing from Peter Molyneux's mouth about Fable and everything it was going to be, we're colossally disappointed yeah. with what came out of Fable in the end. Myself, I tried Morrowind. Um, I don't know if you're familiar too much with uh, with Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Not it's, at all. Uh, it's got a different plot. It's like 
you're a prisoner on their way to exile, but then you find out you were the chosen one. That is super original. <laughs> I don't think I, I think that no one has ever done that before or since. <laughs> I think you're accurate. It was I wish they'd bring it back because it was a really yeah, good trope. I think unfortunately for the latest one, Skyrim, they should remaster that one and make that the plot. <sighs> I see it. I think Skyrim was perfect on the first console it came out on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And they should just leave it where it was. <laughs> Everyone's rallying for a port, but I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it. No, um, wasn't that popular. But I got out of the boat and they're like, sign these papers. And I accidentally stole the entire desk. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the guards chased me and I got killed by like mud crabs or some shit. So I was like, yeah. fuck this game. So I popped in Fable and I loved I've played through Fable the Lost Chapters like five times. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that game. Yeah. And I don't think I would have going into it with too much hype. Yeah. So like sometimes I love not having hype, but it's yeah. in my adult years, I have to learn how to balance the two. I want to yeah. know something's coming, but then also I don't. aim low on my expectations. I, yeah, like I'm so excited for Days Gone for so many reasons. And every time I see a trailer, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. I'm so ready. I literally have it on my calendar, mostly so I remember for the show, but also <laughs> so I remember for me. And it's like, what if it's bad though? Because I know better. And it's, I, it's I wish rough. I didn't know better. And sometimes it's like, I don't know if this is legitimately bad or if I've just heard so many people say that it's bad that I also think it's bad. Yeah. Now. Or like, what if I, it, it's also hard because it's like, what if I want this to be good so badly that I make it good? Or what if I want this to be bad so badly that I make it bad? Because the human See, psyche like is so wanting broken. to make it good so bad that you make it good is not the worst is thing ever. Honestly, but pretty, then. It leads to you being the only person you know who likes Fallout 4. I don't that hypothetically that's just a situation that came out of my brain. I like Fallout 4. It just hasn't pulled me in like Fallout 3 did. And a lot yeah. of people don't like Fallout 3. Yeah. You know, I had that and argument. And some people like New Vegas for some reason. <laughs> Look for at you, some Nye. fucking reason. <laughs> love you, Nye. I love that we got into that argument though because uh, Nye is a very good and logical arguer. Yeah. Uh, debater. Yeah. And so it was good to have an argument with someone who wasn't just screaming at me, you're wrong. Fuck yeah. you. New Vegas is king. New Vegas is better Obsidian because it's better. Obsidian no wrong. <laughs> and so it was nice to actually have like a, yeah. a back and forth on it. And, and I'm, but I probably also, will give it a go. It's also funny because like her reasons for liking it, like many other people's reasons for liking it, is the same reasons I didn't like it. They like it because there's no... It's a revenge story. <laughs> th- it's a revenge story and there's you hate Chandler Bing so much and you have to... Just like there's not really a plot. It's very open and it's like, do what you want. Ultimately, your goal is to go kill Chandler Bing after having sex with him. But like, what? do what you want. Is he Alistair Crowley? Yes. That's the plot. He also, by the way, has a foot fetish. Not Chandler Bing. Alistair Crowley? But no, the uh, Benny in New Vegas. Oh, all right. He's a foot fetish. Um, but at the end, you can choose to. No, he has to, a fetish for dying. At the end, you can choose to seduce him and then kill him. I'd say spoiler alert, but the game came out in like 2009. Yeah, it's been a little <laughs> while, guys. So like, that's amazing. But that's the like pe- reason people like it is like it's very open and it's so like wide open to the world. And it's like, I don't want I want to just go find my dad, Liam Neeson. <laughs> that's all I want. I just like I want to the... make water and find my dad. Yeah. I think for me, I liked the variety that was in Fallout 3 where you've got everything from a crashed alien spacecraft yeah. to Rivet City which arguably from a distance Rivet City is the most beautiful goddamn city I've ever seen. Yeah. I saw someone do um an artist rendition of it if you were to view it from like a drone 
Uh, and it is phenomenal. Yeah. Because uh, it's Big a old boat. giant old ship. Yeah. And then like Rivet City has so much riveting story. <laughs> There's like an escaped slave and then yeah. a slaver who's looking for her, but and, he doesn't like, know who he's looking for. You go out for. and you get the Mesmatron and then you go back and I used it on the slave guy and his head spun around in circles. He took off like a helicopter and exploded. <laughs> oh my God. Because I'm pretty sure they just put the buggiest code they could find into the Mesmatron. Yes. It's like the the uh, missing no. Yeah. Of it's great. Fallout 3. Because you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you shoot someone and nothing happens. Yeah. Other times you shoot them and they like turn into the Mothman and fly away. Yeah. Fly on back to West Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, right? So uh, I kind of want to get into some of the old Fallout now. But like for whatever reason, three, I'm going to have to figure out the workarounds to get it to work on Windows 10. I actually have an article um, that I sent to Aharon. New Vegas works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that it's some Windows Live Four? thing. I have, Beautiful. I have an article that I sent to Aharon because he's had the same problem. But you so know what I'm gonna I do now? Send you that now. Please do. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just uh I'm gonna download the whole album, Pepper Coyote. I'm gonna break it up into songs and I'm gonna intersperse them with the songs from Fallout Four and I'm gonna play through Fallout Four. Yeah. Where every ran so, every now you know, and then. So what you do is you download Pepper Coyote and then you also bring the record player in. <gasps> and yes. you, you play the Fallout soundtrack. And then you stop it after every song and then play Pepper Coyote. Yes. Like, I'd leave that record playing in the background yeah. because that's not the actual, like, I, w- I was hoping so badly when I bought the vinyl that it was going to be the songs used in Galaxy News Radio, but it's just the ambient background yeah. music. So, like, the trumpets and that, which is sick. Which is but great, but it's, <sighs> yeah, it's not GNR. It's not. And arguably three dog best radio announcer. Oh, yeah. Ever. Um, yeah. So, spoiler alert, I haven't played any Fallout this week. You know what I did play, though? Subnautica. You did? I did. Played some Subnautica, played Audio Surf. That was fun. Um, which is so enjoyable when you're just riding along on your little Audio Surf, uh, listening to no, horse co- no Cock Like Horse Cock. You know, I really wish that Anthem didn't come out last night, so I could have watched that. I mean, you can watch the VOD, but Anthem's still out, so yeah. that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure we'll be playing it again at some point. It was kind of fun to just like not have to focus my brain power on story on like what, what are we doing? What is the plot? I don't know the plot of Subnautica. It's a surprise to me every time something cool happens. Oh, okay. But like <laughs> to have you guys in one ear and like just kind of listening to the music and keeping an eye on your little spaceships catching the beats and then one eye on the TV watching Morgan play Anthem. And it was like yeah. a little bit more relaxed. She and then like we a, were like a chameleon. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And then we were just like having a good time in the chat because there was nothing really going on except the music until you were finished the song. So we were just having a good time. Good. I liked it. Um, and then, of course, last weekend, uh, I'm slowly as the days go on, I'm digging myself deeper and deeper into the bottomless dumpster that is my life. Uh, Did you play so more League of Legends? I played more League of Legends. <laughs> Not God only did trash. I play more League of Legends. Did you play a ranked? I spent real human money. No! To buy a new skin for Nasus. I'm sure. Because it, it was a limited so edition skin you couldn't and have just, fucking boss. You, first of all, I just said show. Show, you couldn't have just. Show? You couldn't have just. Oh, ju- fuck. Hoard yourself out to, to Private Wolf 
for a new skin? Unfortunately, skins cost riot points, which are real oh. money. The only thing you can use the blue essence on is like new heroes. Oh. I think there are certain skins you might be able to use blue essence Forgive on. Forgive me for not knowing the difference. I, how dare you not know everything about the in-game <laughs> economy? <laughs> I know. I didn't commit it to memory. I'm so ashamed. But now I need to find the skin so I can show you. And it won't justify shit because you don't care. But yeah. I'll feel like it justifies. I, well, I'm, I mean, I'm happy for you. I'm not. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm barely happy for me. And I spent money on it. <laughs> I'm the supportive parent. Yeah. I'm the realist. Yeah. First things first. You fucked up, kid. <sighs> now he's looking me, through his long ass list. My of long ass list of things. Heroes. There he is. The Lunar Guardian. Okay. That is pretty sick. Because... All of my weird furry meme yeah. bullshit going on in chat is just better with that skin. I mean, that's... and I've got my dapper dog that Al bought me. Yeah. So like, I'm just getting NASA skins is really what's going on, and I'm becoming the best Awubis I can be. <laughs> it's not an addiction. If I you... haven't been like craving League this week like I normally am, but once I start playing it, I'm like, I fucking once you pop, you just can't stop. It's like fucking Pringles. Yeah. Pringles or meth. Crack. Yeah. Pringle and then crack. You smoke meth and you eat Pringles. <laughs> Makes no, you, you smoke Pringles. Chips in a tube. That's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. Oh, and I also played on my own time. Uh, I picked up Changed, another furry trash game. <laughs> oh no! Uh, you are a human in a crazy laboratory. That oh. experiments have gone wrong. Oh, no. You are the last survivor that you're aware of. Oh, great. You wake up in your chamber and you find a bunch of notes that's like something has gone on here. Now, from I'm I'm only like 20 minutes into this game, mm -hmm. but I'm getting a rough idea so far of like what's going on. And I don't know if that's the way it's going, but if it is fucking brilliant. And it's basically like you are trying to avoid becoming a furry degenerate mm -hmm. because there's like this. What does he call it? Milk pudding. Like this white slime that's like fluff. I don't that like just, that, that very goes much. around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that it. very much. Uh, so this white slime goes around and if you get caught by it, it will consume you and turn you into a furry. Oh my God. It's I... like a genetic goop. I don't like that very much. Like a symbiote? Kind of, yeah. But white. I mean, I would just be like, let it happen. What? Right. But if, <laughs> if you let it happen, then you have like, it's, you remember when we, do you remember when I was playing Eroico? It was that um, like platformer game where if you get beat, the cat girls will hump you to death. Oh, my God. No, I don't remember. Oh, that. fuck. That's another one. That's another game that you're going to have to see. But it's, yeah. it's one of these things like the death animations are rewarding in their own right mm -hmm. because you get to watch your guy turn into a furry degenerate. And sometimes it's included with a long description of how it feels. Oh, um, and it's like there's more. I feel like there's more dying animations in this game than were in Resident Evil 4. Which, if you've ever seen the compilation of dying scenes in Resident Evil 4, no, it's a lot. I'm going to have to, though. That you wouldn't amazing. think it's a lot, but it's a lot. Um, and I found a uh, clipboard that was had, like, some scientist notes, and it was basically, like, there was a newspaper article that was, like, new super flu breaks out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's killing humans super at a flipper. rapid pace. And it's like, if we want to survive, we need to change our genes. So I'm wondering if it's like this experiment gone wrong that they were trying to screw with human genetic makeup to mm -hmm. the point where we'd be immune to the new super flu and survive. But in doing so, it turned us all into furries. Terrific. My ideal world. 
right. Immune to the super flu, and I get to be a furry. Yeah. But apparently that's not what they want you to do. And well, it's it's so interesting though. It's an RPG maker game. Oh, so you're little. It's little very baby. interesting. Yeah. And man, there was one of the like an actual furry came out and was like chasing me down and I had to run away and I didn't get away and he gobbled me up. And oh instead God. of being a furry with two legs, he became a, like a centaur fox thing. Oh, my God. And I was like, what have I become? That's so creative. It's pretty neat. I love that. Um, yeah, you'll have to check it out. Yeah. I only paid like five bucks for it. And now I kind of want to pick up Heroico because that game is fucking hilarious. <sighs> but Great. it's like it's one of those games that all the skill is in not getting all the enjoyable endings <laughs> or yeah. trying to avoid the enjoyable endings to progress the game. Yeah. So it's like, I wanna... well, that's, I, that is the fun thing about like RPG maker games is like a lot of them are so loaded with like six different endings. Yep. And it's like, anything's possible. You got to make content for that shit. Cause it's RPG maker. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing this week. I think Great. that's it. I let summoners war play itself on my desk. <laughs> um, I guess things are going well. That's the best game ever. It sure is. Wow. (laughs) It's like a baby that takes care of itself. It's it's so good at draining my battery. Yeah. And also making me feel like I've accomplished fucking nothing. But it keeps (laughs) telling me I've leveled up and then going, hey, want to spend 30 bucks on some shit? And I'm like, no. I don't have $30, but thank you. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. And uh, so on that note, let me bring you some, let me move on over here to my area where yeah, i definitely that, have notes up and not a giant nasa skin. yeah get that out of there what's going on here you nasus uh give you the games coming out next week for tuesday february 26th anno 1800 for pc i have no idea what that even is but it sounds like tequila uh dirt rally 2.0 for ps4 xbox one and pc and lego movie 2 for ps4 xbox one and PC. has the movie even come out yet it comes out this week okay all right. Friday, March 1st, Dead or Alive 6 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Are, what is this? Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove for Hell PS4, yeah. Xbox One, Switch, PC, Mac, and Linux. They didn't want anybody to miss out on this game. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. So funky groovy. I've never heard of that, that oh, one. I've never heard of them. Like, they're you a band. You guys, yeah, oh. they're a band. No. <laughs> you, you, uh, look up the soundtrack for Toe Jam and Earl, if nothing else. Is it good? Oh. It is oh. so funky. So <laughs> funky fresh. Two games I used to play all the time. Back to back. Same day. Toe Jam or Earl? Earthworm Jim. Yep. Like, <laughs> honestly, my brain almost confuses the two sometimes. Well, because Earl. Yeah. So. Earthworm Jim. Earl. <laughs> see yourself out. I'll leave. Uh, there's, And then we've got our february xbox game pass games which i give a shit about now because i bought boss man kev's xbox yeah proxy um, finally turned to the dark side i have it looks it's a dark side but it's a white one and it just sits there it's yeah it looks really good next to the switch which i use just about as often yeah um so february is xbox game pass thursday february 21st we'll have headlander and epic mickey 2 and thursday february 20 is that 8th yep uh, Alien Isolation Ooh. and Telltale's Walking Dead Season 2. Yep. The Twitch Prime games ending in February. So if you haven't got them yet, get them now. Ending on February 28th. Piku Niku. Piku Niku Dear Esther, Landmark Edition. Downwell, The Flame and the Flood. Drachnik and Co. Puzzle Collection. Yep. So hop on those if you haven't already. Yep. And we'll let you know when we know what the heck is coming out next month. 
Yep. Which probably be next week. There are a bunch of things that are already, like, there's, like, a bunch of in-game loot that's available until, like, a few months or even, like, September from now. But I was like, that that's too many listing things off. I'll just worry about that when we're listing off games that are part of it. You know? Because, like, like, games and loot that have been available for a while, but, like, have slipped under my radar. Anyway, it's fine. It is all good. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take a brief break. When I'm bored, I like to fill my bathtub with Skittles and pretend I'm Godzilla in a ball pit. We'll be right back. <laughs> Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. One's afraid of the dark and the other still wets the bed. It's Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm going to throw it on over to, to Morgan Sessler. I can't say Morgan Webb because that's already a person. So you can be Morgan Sessler now because you've got like the game knowledge of Adam Sessler and the sex appeal of Morgan Webb. <sighs> Jesus. Have at it. Oh my so God. just to let everyone know during that break, I quit. Again. For the... <laughs> Well, we're on episode 98, so for the 297th time. Yeah. Anyway. You get that little voice in the back of your head that you're like, I quit. And the voice is just like, you can't quit. You are the show. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. Because yeah, if I quit, the show goes away. If you right. quit, the show becomes. It changes. <laughs> it becomes shoot the shit with Sarah yeah. and Roxy and then no becomes, one wants to listen to that. It becomes us talking about cults. It, it becomes a morning radio show at night. We restart Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Oh, my God. So anyway. This is This Week in Gaming. For posterity, I'm saying these things. Uh, this is episode number 98. We are recording this on Friday, February 22nd. This will hit your earballs on Saturday, February 23rd. Almost the end of the month. Yep. Buckle up, kids. 
uh, to start the week off, a little Sims 4 stuff, actually. Because yeah. uh, who knew The Sims 4 was still relevant? It just came out. Just it is Sarah. relevant. Okay. I want to preface this one because I forgot about this until just now. A few staff members at EA who work on The Sims kept posting really cryptic messages on Twitter. Like the the font effect of the chaos chaos that you have in the chat stream, how it's like oh the glitch the, text the glitch text. They were posting like things in that font or in that effect, and it was like oh. mother loves you, and it's like really creepy things that they were posting on Twitter. And one person in their office who was like, you know, I moved away from that cube a while ago, and like these three people are doing it, and I moved away from them a few months ago, and I'm really glad that I did because I feel like it's infectious. And then they announced this yeah. after like doing that for a couple days. So recently announced is a new expansion pack for The Sims 4 called Strangerville. It will be releasing on to this coming Tuesday, February 26th for PC and Mac for the price range of $39.99. So the usual Sims expansion pass. <sighs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, the expansion will bring a new quote unquote storyline where players will find that townspeople are acting bizarre and they'll have to investigate why. Uh, the expansion adds new equipment for investigating strange things, new outfits, new weird weather behaviors, and new secrets. Yep. So if you're still into The Sims, yeah, uh, Honestly, check it out. Sims 4 fucking slaps. It does. It's um, just so expensive. I still have to buy it. It's so expensive. Can you start a cult in The Sims? Probably. You can create <laughs> How a cult. have you not tried? In The Sims 4, you probably can. Do you in have si Sims 4? Or are no, you we still three. working on 3? I only have 3. Because I could... If I you got... opened your ears, I just said I gotta buy it. Yeah. Right, but sometimes when you still have to buy something, Sarah may have already got it. No. Sometimes. I buy it all. <laughs> She's my sugar mommy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's video games. I buy it all. Sugar mama. Speaking I'm the of which, I'm the video get, game girl. I'm you, the one who wins. <laughs> before you drink too much this Friday night, uh, I was asked to remind you about Hatoful Boyfriend. I sent oh, you yeah, I have Steam. it. I just got to give you the thing. That's fine. Oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Very sauced upon oh, purchasing boy, many dating sims. I also, you also bought me Honey Pop. Yes. I'm so excited. I can't Which believe I haven't played that this I have week. Honey Pop. That's one of the things, one of many things we'll be doing on our Pornhub mm -hmm. streams. Streams? Pornhub videos. Yeah. I'm making pre-recorded content. I'm not streaming anything because I'm not allowed to stream. On Pornhub? On other, on other platforms. Oh, yeah, because Twitch. Because Twitch Wouldn't says Wouldn't that be I funny can't. if you're like, hey, Twitch. <laughs> Just this once for Pornhub. They'll never find me. <laughs> See, the thing is, I've known plenty of Twitch affiliates that stream on like Facebook gaming and don't get caught, but they're not affiliated yeah. with any other platform. Yeah. Just Twitch. So like. <laughs> There's the first one. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm going to so do now, this to okay. distract myself. Business you guys is keep over. Doing your thing. Yeah. So moving on from there. Um, Pokemon Go. Yeah. So there is actually a new feature in Pokemon Go. G Gull, Pokemon uh, Golf. Called Go Snapshot. It, uh, it's rolled out in a new update that is um, now out for Android only. Uh, you'll now be able to take AR photos of the Pokemon you have caught, putting your Pokemon into the real world in a new way. Yeah. Uh, so, like, essentially, you can, like, put your Pikachu in the photo on, like, your desk, and it'll, like, dance around. Yeah. Do whatever the Pikachu does. Uh, previously, you would only be able to take a screenshot of your Pokemon or only take AR pictures of Pokemon in wild account encounters. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you I, can choose yeah. to actually. Like, and someone like did frame a, the shot. Someone did one of like their various, like very highly evolved Pokemon in like different landmarks of the world. Yeah. And it was like, this is really cool. 
Uh, the update only ta- only affects players above level five and more. Uh, for right now, has only rolled out on Android. But probably, I don't know why. Like usually, things roll out on iOS first. But right, I guess. I mean, I'll keep an eye on it. You know, it's fine. Can you do the next one? Yeah. Sorry. Give me. Yeah. Okay. So the next one, actually, this is perfect. So I'm sure that a lot of people have kind of heard about this because it's really funny. But uh, this week, Reggie Fizame from Nintendo, president of Nintendo of America, announced that he is officially retiring on April 15th. He's retiring as president of Nintendo. Um. He is going to be replaced by the man who currently is head of sales and marketing at Nintendo of America. And his name is Doug Bowser. And that is his real name. That's his actual name. Bowser is his last name? Yeah. His actual he's a, he's name. A real human. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he, he knows, like, the joke. He knows that it is really, really funny. Um, Reggie literally was like, and with a name like Bowser, who else would we want to promote to president? Um, Reggie says that he's retiring on good terms and he looks forward to quote because he actually said these human words leveling up to more time with his wife family and friends so that's really nice yeah good good um, luck reggie on retiring he, and um thank you for being who know, you are he's you so are cool. probably the best he, president there was he debuted in i think 2004 at uh some event and he was like hi i'm reggie i'm here to kick ass and take names and i was like and I, i'm all out of names <laughs> yeah it was super awesome um he made a really heartwarming like couple minute long video show listen reggie we love you we love your products. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. Okay. So um, the next Overwatch hero. Wait. Yeah, hold I'm, on. I'm gonna restart that that whole. Yeah. Let me. Am I on? Okay. I just yeah. wanted to make sure. I'm just. I'm gonna restart that whole segment. Yeah. So editing. Apparently, proxy. I can't use Steam while we're. You oh, can't no. do recording ever. <laughs> um, so Overwatch news. Uh, a new lore post was posted on the official Overwatch blog this week that may be teasing the next Overwatch hero. Yeah pretty cool uh the post is a letter about a missing talon strike team that was sent to tortuga to recover a deserter named jean baptiste augustine leading fans to believe that the that he may be the 30th overwatch hero i can't believe um, that 30 i did see that the rumor so far because of data mining is it's the next hero is going to be a healer oh which is there... weird because we haven't had an attack yeah but i uh, guess there's also like a rumor of the I don't know the name of the person of the character who wrote the letter that you see in like that they wrote because I don't care it's Overwatch but people are like what if it's the character who wrote the letter that's going to be the next playable right. hero so it's like but people if that are was theorizing the case, then but we would have had the little girl that created Orisa oh interesting but um anyway so that's that um that's cool hopefully I'm, we'll get some more news yeah, I'm about keeping that. an eye on it and then finally um because it was a short and boring week for games it really i news, tried i tried really hard uh, i scoured for a, <laughs> at least 10 minutes looking for stuff yeah which is 10 minutes more than i normally do um some gamestop news actually so gamestop's tax season sales are officially starting um as of this saturday so if you're hearing this on saturday when we come out with it on the 23rd it, there is a members only pro sale which will run um and on sunday february 21st a tax season sale for everyone will begin and will be running until tuesday march 5th yeah um, so tomorrow february 23rd saturday there's two thousand dollars worth of deals 
Oh yeah, it's like for pro day alone. It's like everything. I to list it off would take ten minutes yeah. alone. Oh, uh, so I was like, no, we're not. So doing that. there will be deals on games, consoles, subscriptions to various services, etc. Anything you can find at GameStop, I'm sure there's going to be a deal there. Oh yeah, check it out tomorrow, especially if you already have your pro card. If don't, if you don't, upgrade your membership tomorrow because it's still. It's, it's active account. once you have a pro membership. And then Sunday through March 5th, is, it'll just be the for everybody. Tax sale. So, I mean, that's really cool because, like, this is when tax returns start rolling out. Yeah. And that's really fun. So maybe, maybe I'll have to check it out tomorrow, I, yeah, I even though I just to... bought, like, 17 games. Well, I want stuff. <laughs> I'm fair. more looking for, like, the times that I go in and they've got, like, diva pillows on clearance. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's it. That's little. That, that was, was a week. short week. Yeah. Reggie, I mean, honestly, which is great because we spent a lot of time talking about Anthem at the top of the show. Yeah. Sure did. Well, and so. like Reggie leaving Nintendo was the news this week. It kind of put the, so. the the gaming community at a standstill. So. It really did. It was. I saw um, a headline. I didn't bother reading it, but I saw a headline because I'm good at my job that said that the heads of Microsoft and Sony were wishing Reggie well for leaving, and I was like, ah, that's so nice. I love PR. It's and there was a. I think it was either. The Onion or like the hardtimes.net, which is a, like similar to The Onion. And it was like, <laughs> gamers shocked. Member of a uh, <laughs> member of a gaming company leaves on his own terms. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, no. Shots fired. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, on that note, don't forget to check out the Amazon mystery link in the description. Yeah. If you are above the age of 18 and have or don't have a Pornhub account, feel free to subscribe to us because yeah. anything that we can't legally stream on Twitch because it's banned or we can't play and put up on like YouTube, it, it's going there. Yeah. It's and again, it's not going to be human porn. <laughs> it's not going to be people. We're not those kinds of no, folks. That's uh, not, if I wanted to, I'm 27. If I wanted to make money with real human people, I would have done it by now. Listen, if I run into the right people at conventions that can pull off a good cosplay, well, just saying, the money's there. <laughs> I've got the good camera coming in. You do. I've lights. got the good camera for like backup shots. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when we needed like an angle that like okay, maybe it doesn't need to look as good. Where shadows are key. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll catch you again next week with more gaming news. Sometimes when I'm bored, I like to cover myself in Vaseline and pretend I'm a slug. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.
bored, I like to fill my bathtub with Skittles and pretend I'm Godzilla in a ball pit. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) That snuck up on me. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I quit. I'm done. (laughs) No. I'm going upstairs and getting drunk. No. Jesus Christ, I fucking hate you. Bye-bye, spaghetti. Bye-bye, spaghetti. (laughs) You fucking piece of shit.